Hello everyone, welcome to another 10K Saturday episode. Today, Lulu is talking with actor, singer, and entertainment producer, David Cotery. They are breaking out the bubbly, and I'm not talking about champagne. But cheers anyway to tour company G Adventures. They plan small group tours on every continent. So if you like the freedom of solo travel with the comfort of a group, this is the travel planning service for you. And their G stands for good. So check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash G Adventures. Now back to this G for great interview with David. Here we go. And now it's 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 10K Saturday. I am here with David Coder. He is an actor and a singer. He auditioned with me for my very first ever audition for Finding Nemo the Musical. I can't wait till we talk about that. <laughs> and we've been performing together for years. I'm so excited to have him on here. Of course, if you're here at 10K Saturday, it means that you are in the $10K day feed. And we are the comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. We travel travel we've been going strong inverting our b's and v's ever since 2018 we just finished our 200th episode we're really proud of that so please check out our back catalog if you've never been here before join the fun we also have another podcast called the daily happy it's 10 minutes long and it just wakes you up or it winds you down something nice to talk about with your family or your friends or us you know just talk to us it's also fine but we are here today with david Cotery. hello david good morning how are you oh listen to that fancy voice that just said hi to me i love that so much i love it when <laughs> when singers and actors are on because like even their very first hello is very like Hello. <laughs> like, oh, hi. <laughs> You're a performer. It's great. Well, I have had my first cup of coffee, so we're we're good. <laughs> That's important to know that we are filming, that we are recording this in the morning. So coffee is an essential for sure. Okay, David, we've known each other a long time, but I think we might have met at that audition, probably. I actually, well, I knew who you were before that audition because I I've told oh, you the story, I believe. You have yeah. told me this story, David, and it's so sweet. Okay, you, you have to tell it now. You have to tell it. Yeah. So setting the scene, I was doing Playhouse Disney at the time before it became Disney Junior at Hollywood Studios. And I did a full shift there and I left and went all the way home, realized I had forgotten my wallet back in the green room. And I was like, oh my God, I have to go back and go all the way, you know, 25 minutes return trip went back, grabbed it. You know, it was one of those days where it was kind of like muggy in Florida and, you know, just like having to go back and retrace my, my steps. Um, and as I was walking out, you were doing one of your sets as one of the citizens of Hollywood. Uh, and- it was Gabby Chatham, the freshest gospel columnist this side of Gabby Chatham, the freshest face this side of Tinseltown and the mouth of Hollywood. I'm going to edit oh all of the wrong ones out, by the way. So it's going to sound like <laughs> I just aced that. Right on the first take. Right on the first take, Um, I swear. You know, I was I was becoming the the perfect person to cheer up because I had like, you know, this frustrating experience and you didn't know that I was a cast member and I was just walking out and you just made some comment about something that I was wearing or, you know, be like, oh, look at that handsome fellow, like walking down the street, kind of something. And for some reason in that split second, it absolutely changed my whole outlook on the day. And I was like, you know what? Okay. Life's not that serious. This is hilarious. Thank you for that. So I had no idea who you were. But it was so funny because then later when we auditioned together, I was like, wait, that was her. That's awesome. That's 
the funny thing about that is like flirting is probably the easiest brand of humor that comes to me. So I think that that's like literally what I did on the street all day long is just flirted with people. And I'm thrilled that it made someone happy. <laughs> oh my gosh. It it turned everything around. And it, it kind of like, you know, I'd been working for Disney for three and a half years at that point. So I, I knew the, the effect that the magic can have on it, but a tiny moment like that, you don't, it, when that becomes your day to day, you don't necessarily realize how much impact it can make. And that really changed a lot. So I was like, wait a minute. When we auditioned together, I was like, that's her. Because <laughs> I, I, I had seen you in Comedy Warehouse, but I never really like connected all the dots. And Yeah, know. that was me, honey. That was me running around Disney like a crazy person everywhere hey, for a little bit. I loved it. <laughs> uh, that's, I thank you for that story. It's so nice because I think, um, you know, working at the theme parks can be hard sometimes only because in a selfish way or an egotistical way, people don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. that is not a huge deal. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can have a fulfilled actor life without your name being in the playbill, but sometimes we don't even hear the stories of like what effect it has on people. And all you get to think about is how hot it is because right. streetmosphere is hot. Like when I think about my summer at streetmosphere, I think about wearing satin and a corset and pantyhose and a hat and a wig and gloves every day in the Florida summer. I don't really remember the interactions that I had with people, you know? So yeah, I'm so thankful that you can kind of remind me that the point of that job was not the heat. (laughs) (laughs) No. And I honestly, to this day, if we're walking down that street, I could point to you exactly which bench you're sitting on. I don't remember who you were. You were sitting with someone. It was another character. And I don't remember um, who it was, but I could, I remember exactly what that moment was because I was walking back out and I was like, oh man, I was like, okay, okay. It, you know, this, this is how you can appreciate these things. I'm pretty sure I definitely wasn't supposed to sit down. I probably definitely (laughs) was not supposed to be with another actor. So I love that. You're like, I listen, it was the best part of my day. You were sitting with another actor. Like (laughs) everyone just heard that. That was that worked with me at that time was like that little cheat. I I like a chair. Okay. I like a chair. Here's the magic. We can just edit everything out. And I'll say you were standing so beautifully poised by yourself. No one was around. It was a secluded corner. And I was like, just passing on by (laughs) okay so (laughs) so besides making each other laugh on benches and in various audition rooms in the pandemic you created a group called sincerely three and you are doing concerts and you're like doing your own kind of videos and stuff now during the pandemic we started something just for fun we were going to do one live performance summer of 2020 and at that time it was called boys night I, it was myself, Matt Rothenberg, Bert Rodriguez, and Dane Becker. And we were just going to do a one night, but then everything got closed down. So we went virtual and we were doing some press for it. And they were like, so is this going to be like a series? And we're like, huh, <laughs> I, it, I, I guess it could be. And so then we, you know, flash forward did a Halloween edition and then we did some Christmas things. And then Sincerely Three actually was birthed out of the creation of Boys Night Out, which then became Boys Night, which then became Sincerely Three. So it was kind of a, a, a long road to get to where it was like, hey, we could possibly make this a business. And so, yeah, this uh, spring, we put together something that was a Broadway tribute group. 
And so we wanted to do Broadway songs because that's kind of where our, our wheelhouse is and kind of where our love of, you know, performing all started. And, but we wanted to do like our version of things. So we would take like a, a song that was typically a solo and we would arrange it to have three-part harmonies or we would do mashups and medleys of things, kind of like the Broadway version of Glee where they took certain songs that had the same chords and put that all together. So that's kind of where it all the idea came from and then yeah and in the matter of like four months we now have representation through hawk moon which we're so proud to be a part of don casino is representing us for our, our cruise ships right now and yeah we've done two shows at the abbey and have residency there where if we want to go a couple times a year we can go and uh have a night and have a great platform so yeah it's it's great it's so great and you created that yourself it's so cool yeah, well, here's the thing. I, it was my idea to start the whole thing, but there have been literally hundreds and hundreds of volunteer hours from the boys, you know, even back when it was boys night stuff, but especially once it turned into Sincerely Three. And now Preston Ellis is uh, Dane, original Sincerely Three member Dane moved to Seattle. And so Preston Ellis jumped in and he's our friend from Disney from years and years. And he's now our, uh, you know, full-time guy. And it just when people leave the show, we want them to have like the best time. Like, sure. We want to have some great music, but like, it's more about, we call it the hang. Like if you can have a good time and enjoy the show and have some banter and feel relaxed enough to not feel like it's this crazy formal setting. Um, that's, that's become the, the kind of the field stone of why we did it was for fun to be creative, but then the, the byproduct could be a, a polished performance. You know, I think the the best compliment that I could give is that Matt and Preston have become such good friends that we trust each other to, you know, I, I, it, it's funny. We can tease each other with every ounce of love that we have. And it, you know, the a huge compliment is when we're done with the show, people often are like, the music was so much fun. Thanks for those great arrangements, Matt. And the banter was really fun, but you can just tell that you guys love each other and that you're having a good time. So to us, that's the true stamp of success. Yeah. Of, okay, we did it. I promise that when I come see Sincerely Three, I will not only say, it looks like you're having fun up there. I promise to also <laughs> say things about the music. <laughs> um, that's great. I There's nothing like finding a group of people you get along with and can create with. I mean, that's the whole podcast is, is you know, Allison and I finding that. So it's always cool to find people who have found that connection because it's a really unique thing. I think that like friendship slash creator thing is a, is a really unique, cool thing. Um, also unique and cool are your answers to the 10 K five. Are you ready? David Cotery. I feel like there should be like a lighting shift and like a dun dun dun. I know, right? There should be like a, like a phew, like a crawler across <laughs> the zoom screen as we talk to each other. Okay. Yes, I am ready. I'm so ready. Uh, David is a bay. David has listened to several 10K episodes before. And so he has elected not to have them in advance, but was totally honest in the fact that he totally knows what the questions are. So <laughs> it's fine. I'm not saying that my answers will be refined, but I do have a little bit of direction of which way they can go. <laughs> That's all right. You've listened to this podcast enough to know we're never looking for refined. That's so that's why you asked me here. <laughs> Surprise. Okay. Well, <laughs> David Cotery, what is your obsession? Right now, it is all things club soda. 
like bubbly Lacroix, Aha, Waterloo, anything. <laughs> Any I of know. Them. Polar, Polar Springs. What? Um, Polar Springs is great. The only one that I will say that unfortunately, and I hope they're not ever a sponsor, <laughs> is Spindrift. Spindrift is the one that I do not like. Well, because it, it's it's not really a sparkling water. It's got like the juice in it. It it tastes. I I try to explain it this way. It tastes like if you have an orange juice with ice in it and drank all the orange juice, <laughs> but then that melted. <laughs> That's what the rest of the actual Spindrift tastes like to me, where it's like a hint or a thought of juice. Yeah, after yeah. the fact, and I'm like, it's not really sparkling water. Oh but gosh. Yeah. I love sparkling water and I love flavored sparkling. Although I am picky about the flavors. I don't think all flavors are great, but that's okay. That's just subjective. But people describe sparkling water that way too. That don't, if they, if they don't like sparkling water, I've heard people be like, oh, it's like someone in the next room whispered the word mango (laughs) as you were like (laughs) drinking. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Um, Okay. So do you have a favorite? Like if, if someone said, oh, I don't know, I can't get on this club soda train. What should I try first? I would say, and this actually was something that I discovered this summer. Um, Susan Williams was one of my co-sparkling water lovers and I, we would bring each other different flavors. And um, one that we discovered that's really good. And I would think would be a good gateway uh, drink would be uh, the Lemoncello from LaCroix. It's really good. It almost tastes like like lemon meringue pie. That oh. like there's a there's a sweetness to it that is more than just the typical like oh there's a hint of flavor. It's I feel like there's almost double the flavor. Double the flavor. Double. So it's like someone is saying limoncello at full voice in the next room. It's almost like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or maybe like two people saying it at regular speaking level. Oh, I love that. You're like, no, 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 it's not more effort. It's just more volume. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't get it right. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I would say that or Waterloo grape is actually really good too. You are blowing my mind. Those are literally two sparkling waters I would never pick up. And I love that those are your two favorite. Oh man. Anything grape flavored is I mean, it's no, it's, I know I'm in the minority. No, I Nobody, like the flavor. It just, it's just Dimatap to me. Like it makes me feel like I have a cold. A lot of people say that. And to me, it like, I'll, if there's a popsicle, I will go grape. If there's a lollipop, I'll go grape always. Number one. I do like the grape Tootsie Pop. Okay. I mean, yeah, it might be blueberry, good. whatever the purple one is. No, I think it's, I think it's grape. Navy blue, purple one. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Okay. What is on your wish list? Um, so I gave this one a little bit of thought because I, I could be really materialistic. And so I will, because I know that there's a nicer question coming later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so um, honestly, I would invest to get our self to be self sufficient in our sincerely three equipment so that we have it's like we're starting to build our own monitors and speakers and soundboard and mics and all that stuff so that when we ever have a gig pop up we we don't have to wait for the venue or someone we know that we're you know contained we know exactly what we're going to expect and you know we've learned as we put this all together that especially once it became a business and not just a hobby um that that is something that I would like to kind of take off my anxiety of, well, I would love to do this gig, but we don't have our own stuff. 
So that would oh, be man. up there. I get that real bad. <laughs> I understand that so much. And it's hard to know. It's hard to know how much to invest. It's how it's mm-hmm. hard to know, like, you know, what that risk is and, and what the thing is. Do you wait till you save up enough money to like get it through the gigs or do you do you go ahead and invest in it at first? And um, kudos to all of your partners and spouses for supporting all of you through this, because I know that there's a lot of conversations that happen on the back end anytime you try to get one of these off the ground. So yeah. Awesome. And honestly, I mean, they've been fantastic. Like it's, it's, what's nice is that even people that don't necessarily know us have already invested in, in us, you know, like through like when we have our shows, like they'll tip and be like, please put this towards your, your show, or please put this towards your next, you know, promo material. And like that became kind of a, a, a way of saying, you know, take this and run. So that, that has been really, uh, I, I mean, outstanding and unexpected. Yeah, I think the conversation is open right now for creators to be really transparent about the work and the cost that goes into what they do. We have found that being super honest with the podcast with our listeners um, has really helped us, like, yeah, uh, be supported by our listeners because they know, like, oh, Allison's a mom who like sometimes has to buy new equipment. You know what I mean? Like they, they know, like, oh, Lulu, like, literally doesn't have a house, so. <laughs> so uh yeah i think that i think that that you're seeing that already which means that you have a great relationship with your audience so that's really exciting okay my friend if you had ten thousand dollars to spend right now how would you spend it travel 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 absolutely where 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 for if i was going to do Within the United States, I would want to go to Colorado because I have family that lives out uh, by Rocky Mountain National Forest, and they live in Longmont, Colorado, and it is so beautiful. And I'm from growing up in Rochester, New York. um, I miss the seasons, so like to go and see the the leaves change, you know, Colorado style would even be better than New York style, I would think. Wait, wait, what? Tell Um, me, I've never seen the Colorado style. I've only seen the New England style. What am I missing? So New England style is beautiful. It's it's just different kinds of trees. So like to me, like those golden yellow, like Aspen trees, I know that they have some in, in New York, but like from where my family lives, there's like these like gorgeous, like, I mean, cascading, beautiful mountain, you know, and like the whole thing is just golden yellow. And oh, to like wow. kind of be around that would be awesome. Wow. Um, yeah. Internationally, I would say I've never been to London and I really want to go to London. I've never been. What would you do if you had $10,000 to give away? So this was definitely something that I would have had a different answer for um, last year. But this year in February, I lost my mom. And uh, one of the biggest things that was the the kindest gift that somebody uh, orchestrated, Melanie Simpson, who is a dear friend of ours, and I know she's been on the pod. Um, yeah she helped organize a um, fund to help pay for travel for bereavement and, you know, all of our flights and hotels and things. So it took a lot of the stress off of a very, you know, dark time in my family. So I would like to find, if I had that money, I would want to put that into like an emergency fund for our, you know, Disney family or people that wouldn't have, you know, should something come up for a loved one or something come up for a pet or something come up for like, that would be, 
what I would want to do it for. Cause you don't know that stuff can sneak up like in an instant, but that would be how I would want to give back. Oh, that's really beautiful. Also Melanie Simpson, man. Okay. My friend, we are at the last question and I'm very thrilled to ask David Cotery. What's your happy. Honestly, right now it is reconnecting with a dear friend of mine, Brian Scala, who uh, ran a boot camp several years ago and so many of our friends went you know three four times a week and we all got in the best best shape of our lives and it just was like the the most wonderful uh experience not only just to have a group of people around but just to work out and feel really good about yourselves but then he had a second son and went back to work full-time so the boot camp classes ended so we reconnected this summer when I was feeling kind of lost after losing my mom and everything with work and we were having lunch at Panera and he was talking about uh, personal training that he was doing for somebody. And I was like, okay, well, I want to ask him, but I don't want to like be presumptuous that he <laughs> would want to take me on as a client. Cause I know we're friends, but who knows? And before I even got the question out, he was like, when are we starting? And I was like, Oh my God. So he has become, you know, he always has been a good friend, but he has become like a true life changer for me because I was able to drop 30 pounds and get back in shape and feel good about myself, not realizing that I had to kind of fix my heart and fix my head to get back in the game, which then led to the the getting back in shape like that losing weight was never the goal but it's been a very happy byproduct it's my heart being happy and me kind of seeing the silver lining of everything is is the the true payoff of reconnecting with him and yeah it's 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 a wonderful true trusting friendship and uh yeah so that's that's my actual legit true happy right now man brian scale i hope you hear that because you're just kick-ass awesome. Yeah. One of the things that Brian, that really kind of changed my whole outlook on everything, which, which made everything seem attainable when, you know, you're under this, this, uh, cloud, the same storm that everybody's under that we talk about. And he's always like, win the day. He's like, so if you can come ahead at the end of the day, even with like a plus one, like just any one little thing, whether it's, Hey, I got up and I got all my laundry done. It's folded, it's put away. And I eliminated that anxiety. So there's so many things in the world that we have no control over, but if you can eliminate the anxiety that you can take care of, why would you not want to give yourself that advantage? Because then it kind of makes you look at things through a different lens. And, you know, he pointed me in that, that direction. And I am so incredibly grateful. Well, I guess I'll fold my laundry today for Brian <laughs> Scala. Look, we're all getting fit through Brian Scala today. Everyone do your laundry today or just like put it away. It'll be your happy. It's perfect. Um, I'm so glad that we did this. Thank you so much for talking with me and being able and being able, being willing to record it and all that kind of stuff. I'm so grateful anytime anybody wants to talk to me on the podcast, but we've known each other for so long and we've known each other through many phases of life. And we were part of the little group that got each other through the pandemic. And so I'm so thankful to have your friendship in my life. And I'm just thrilled to see Sincerely Three taking off. And I can't wait to see what the next year brings because whatever it is, it's going to be good and it's going to be different, but it's going to be what it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? 
Well, I appreciate that very much. And honestly, so much of it is because of friends that have supported us like you and, you know, that have kind of pushed us along the way and given us the confidence to say, hey, maybe we have something here. Maybe, maybe this could be something. So the, the believing in the potential of that is, is always, you know, a, a, a true, a true gift. Listen, kid, you're going places. (laughs) Go places, kid. All right, everyone. If you want to connect with David or Sincerely Three, you can do it this way. David, tell them how to reach you on all the socials. On Instagram, it's just David Cotery, K-O-T-A-R-Y. Same thing on Facebook. And then for Sincerely Three, we are www.sincerely3official.com. So it is spelled out T-H-R-E-E, not the number three. But yeah, Sincerely3official.com has all of our events. It has our media. It has our, you know, upcoming everything on there. Our promo, the sound seer, uh, Dan Reynolds and Chad Winston did an amazing job with our promo that we're so proud to have on there. Um, But we just wanted to give a shout out to them that they are, oh man, they're so good. They are really good. Yeah, it's, it's on there. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's, music. it's also a great example. I mean, go go check it out, everyone, because I've been telling everyone for years, Orlando singers are where it's at. So even if you're not in Orlando, go look what Orlando's doing. Also, all of that media that he's talking about, totally created by Orlando creators. So go check it out. But I'm so thankful you were here. I love you dearly. And we are going to end the podcast here, but not the friendship promise so um thanks for being here <laughs> stuck David. With me, kid. you're stuck with me kid you're going places and you're stuck with me all right bye everyone we'll talk to you later I say bye you. david Thank you. bye that was 10k saturday with allison and lulu and don't forget with friends like us who needs amenities